Welcome to Bloody Mary, a podcast about horror movies, sexuality, and feminism. I'm your host, Chicago comic Kristen Ryan, and today we have with us Paula Ann. Hey there. Uh, my name's Paula Ann. I'm from Chicago. I do, I've been doing comedy for a couple years now, and I'm a really big horror movie fan. Yeah, Paula Ann is one of my favorite people to talk creepy things with. Uh, whenever I see her at a showcase or a mic, I'm like, did you hear about this thing? <laughs> Let's talk about it and creep everyone else around us oh, yeah. out. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, uh, I know that you're a lover of creepy things as well. I'm curious, and I think I already know the answer, but uh, <laughs> how do you feel about horror as a genre? I feel... Warm, fuzzy <laughs> thoughts when I think about horror as a genre, um, uh, and then you know when I really think about it, it's it's a little bit hard to pin down to one thing or one emotion or one feeling, because there are so many kind of genres within the horror genre, so many sub genres. Yeah. Um, so that's a really tricky one to answer, and I wrote down some weird weird thoughts about it the other day when you were asking, and and you know. Uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of like what my favorite kind of horror is, or I was thinking about that, and I'm, I, it's hard, it's hard, but um, like I said, I, it's, it, it always kind of, it's like horror movies to me are very uh, stimulating in a, in a, com- in, in a way that's like almost comforting because they're just different and it, um, they're their own thing, and uh, I don't know how to. <laughs> So many people I have on are like, I hate horror movies. And I'm like, oh, come on. It, it makes me feel like, um, uh, you know, like I said, it's just a stimulating genre. It, it's uh, not boring to watch. It's depending on what type of horror it is. It's, uh, it, de- it demands attention. Uh, it gives you a physical reaction, an emotional reaction. That's not always, I mean, usually isn't pleasant. But in that way, it's... Um, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. I think it's very exciting and um, kind of fun. Um, I th- I think that that's one of the main reasons I like it so much is um, it's it. They're, it horror movies are fun to watch. It's a fun experience. Um, being creeped out is fun. Um, and yeah, especially when you're in a theater with so many people and that shared experience. Yeah, that, that is so fun. Yeah, it's and 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 like I said, like, like kind of give. Uh, the, those warm fuzzies like I like watching um not anymore actually now that I'm older uh but I used to like my favorite thing used to be to just like watch horror movies alone and get creeped out but now like I'm Same. St- like all these anxieties of <laughs> like uh as an adult it's like a little bit different but I still enjoy like watching horror movies with friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that the one thing I always thought about watching horror movies is uh, it does feel like a sense of control. Like you can immerse yourself in this really scary environment, mm-hmm. but then you know you can pull out and be fine. It's like uh, nightmares. Yes. Or yeah. for me anyway. Like uh, you kind of, uh, you know, enjoy the thrill of being scared. When I have nightmares, I kind of will let it go on for a little bit. If there's like things that I'm, scary things going on around me, but I know I also know how to wake myself up and pull myself out of it, mm. and then be like, ooh, like Ooh. when I'm awake and I'm like, that was crazy anyway, and like, uh, I would compare it to that for sure. <clears throat> Neat. Yeah. So, I'm curious, what is the first horror movie you remember seeing? Um, the, f- there's, the, the very first one I remember seeing, so I'm the youngest of five kids, mm-hmm. and so... 
I wasn't very, uh, there wasn't a lot of censorship going around uh, my house because my siblings were kind of my babysitters. Mm-hmm. And um, so I remember seeing The Shining when Ooh, I was really, yeah, when I was super young and being very, very scared by it, but also very uh, uh, curious and very, uh, like, couldn't, like, couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, uh, and I'm trying to remember, like, the, I think the scene I walked in on was the when he first sees the twins, mm-hmm. and that um, scared the shit out of me. And I was, and my siblings were like, well, "Shut up!" Like, shh. And I just had to like kind of mm-hmm. sit there with them because they were taking care of me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I had to like kind of watch it, like behind my, like covering my eyes and like kind of absorbing it that way. But it ended up being one of my favorite movies as an adult like that's yeah. for sure one of my favorite movies that's such an interesting choice to or like that that happened because the shining is scary on so many different levels as you get older yeah like that idea of monotonous work and not being fulfilled in your life like mm-hmm. that was totally over my head as a kid mm-hmm. uh, and now the shining is terrifying for that reason sure no that's a good point because <laughs> we're so close to becoming jack <laughs> I think everyone, anyone who writes is yeah. <laughs> kind of, that's the, that's the fear. Um, I think one of my favorite things about that movie um, is the insane, um, <laughs> sorry. We're very early in for our first appearance by the cast. Yeah. Shatara. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Messing up Pauline's no. notes. <laughs> it's fine. Um, the, the music in The Shining uh, especially towards the end, when uh, when uh, the real shit's going down with uh, Scatman Crothers coming in, and the, it's I don't know, it almost sounds like like uh, uh, ice clinking in a glass, but it's like really loud. Does that make any sense at all? It does. Yes. Yeah. And you know that's the thing too. Like within horror as a genre, I find music. I notice the music so much more. Oh yeah. It, it's almost like it leads your plot along and makes you feel things quicker than your characters do. Mm-hmm. And I haven't experienced that in any other genre, really. It makes me uncomfortable. I, I enjoy when there's that kind of distant, like where, like like in funny games, mm-hmm. where there's that, like, um, I don't know what kind of metal it would be categorized as. Oh, yeah. I, I said, like, when it first yeah. uh, popped on, it was like, we got some Japanese noise rock in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really love I really love that in movies, or in um, specifically in horror, because it creates that like di- dissonance between like something horrific and like um, when there's like really pleasant music being used when something really horrific is happening, I, mm-hmm. which is like the opposite of the funny games uh, yeah. intro. But I really I love that. Another thing I find very like demands attention. Yeah, definitely. So that brings us to the movie that we uh, Paul Ann picked for today. It's Funny Games. Um, yeah. Not. So funny, though. (laughs) I thought it was a laugh riot. (laughs) Yeah, so this is a 2007 film uh, starring Naomi Watts and Tim Roth, which I was surprised by when I looked it up, because I was like, well, those are like big name people to be in a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, But it's the tale of a family having some guests over at their summer home, you know, that came over to just borrow some groceries. Uh, Oh, surprise, it's a home invasion. And... um, (laughs) gets real weird after that and as you know here on bloody mary we go on full on about the story so there will be spoilers so if you haven't seen it quick run go watch it and come back mm-hmm. all right so 
You watched it? You Welcome ready? back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you pick funny games? Um, because it's horrifying. I don't know that I have a, a per, like, there's nothing really in the movie that I relate to. Uh, per se, because I don't have a summer home, and I, <laughs> and don't? I'm not um, uh, white, rich, rich family. I, uh, which is fine. Uh, I, to each their own. But um, <laughs> if you want to be a rich, if you want to be a family, rich, I guess go for it. It's like it you. sounds fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I didn't. I don't. There's not really any character. I, I'm the type of person when I watch movies. Um, I. I guess horror movie horror movies are the exception, but generally I like to have like some uh, connection or some like relate to the characters in some way or at least one of them to have empathy. Mm-hmm. And um, I did have empathy for the people in Funny Games, but um, I think that I just like it because it is uh, fucks with your head so much. Uh, yeah, and it's it's the dialogue is is. Um, makes you cringe so much and it, it, it just like you know it, it gives you that like kind of it's not even like you're watching something gory really it's not a very gory movie it's just um it's just the idea of people being the the people who come into their house are so sadistic but they do mm-hmm. it so slowly yeah um and they don't they're you know complete um, textbook sociopaths, I guess, um, mm-hmm. complete psychopaths. And that's like almost more scary than just having someone come into your house and like shoot you. It's like, they're just really playing with their, with their heads. And it's really, uh, really gives you that like bleh feeling. I can't think of the <laughs> yeah, it's uncomfortable adjective. For sure. Um, it's funny that you talked about these characters because I felt like within the 30-second intro of this film, I hated these characters. Like, <laughs> Well, no, I mean, like I said, like, they're fine. I don't necessarily care what those their, the people in real life like that are doing with their lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, no, just um, the first scene is them driving, and the mom, Anne, is like, now, what's this? And they're, like, playing Guess That Classical Riff. Yeah, oh, and boy. you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but then it's fun, too, because that music cuts in mm-hmm. that's like the crazy art rock screamo music. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a minute. Oh, this is a little winky. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And then I then I was like back in it. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is going to be fun. It's going to be weird yeah. and fun. Had you seen it before? I hadn't, actually. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Then I'm, gl- I'm happy to... I'm glad we get to talk about it then. Um, yeah, that's a... Uh, that's one of the markers that makes it it's such a small part of the movie, but uh, uh, it's it, it's definitely the, the thing that I feel like is and I and I saw the original version, the uh, Austrian version mm-hmm. once, and they do this they use the same music. Oh really? That's awesome. And uh, but I haven't seen that in a bit. Anyways, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm getting. So I'm off, off. Also, at that point too, it was surprising to me that Tim Roth and Naomi Watts saw this script and everything was like, yeah, let's do it. For sure. Like, wow. <laughs> than when can we start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it kicks off pretty quick. They get to this summer home. They're unpacking, and then there are these two blonde, like they looked like they'd be, you know. I don't know what kind of sport rich people do. Maybe golf or <laughs> yachting or something. Yachting. Yeah. Uh, Lots of yachting. Yeah, they're dressed like in white Competitive polos. yachting. Yeah, they're, they look like they'd be named Chet. And, sure, sure, um, sure. 
And they show up, and at Blair. first, you know, they're very polite and like, oh, you know, we live in so-and-so cabin. I'm just here to say hello. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's like a normal pleasantry. Mm-hmm. But then you think it's over, and Anne goes in the kitchen, and then you notice one of them is still there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, can I borrow eggs? Mm-hmm. And he's just so like... You're not sure if it's, like, intentional creepy at this point. Yeah. Or if he's just, like, a teenager going through puberty and is weird. Everything he does is weird. He's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I, that character, the uh, actor, let's see, Brady Corbett, I think, or Corbett, something like that, um, is kind of the... um, the uh, subordinate, like the less dominant uh, mm-hmm. one of the two. The henchman. The henchman. <laughs> that's that's a good way of putting it. Um, and uh, I in that specific scene, because that it is absolutely when it starts to get creepy, because this person is like really insisting, because he's borrowing eggs, mm-hmm. and but he's doing it in a way where it doesn't even seem like she has a choice, and that he's decided yeah. that that's what's going to happen. And uh, he he has this way of talking that's like he's he's absolutely insisting, and it, it breaks that like kind of uh, social pattern. Like the like there's no manners. He doesn't. Yeah. He, he has like no manners in the scene, and so that is like unnerving. Like that makes you feel weird. Yeah, uh, it's like he's pushing past the boundaries of normal interactions. Yeah, you know, like absolutely. Yeah, and it's like he's doing it in a way, though, where, like, you're pretty sure he knows he's manipulating the situation. Yeah. But, you know, you meet those people sometimes that are like, oh, could you, I have to go get my groceries. Would you mind taking, and on the way there, could we pick up my cat at the vet? And yeah, like, yeah, You know, they just <laughs> yeah. push and push. Right, you know? right, right, right. Like, you're like, okay, I guess. And uh, he's one of those people. Yeah, 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 exactly. He's um, not supposed to be a smart character. I, I mean, it's... The- those two characters, the two men that come in, uh, uh, Brady Corbett and Michael Pitt, are so... One of the things that makes them so creepy is we don't know why. We don't... There's no... Excuse me. There's no background on them mm-hmm. at all. Um, and what was I going to say about the eggs? Oh, and when he's asking for the eggs, he's, like, kind of putting her in a position where, like, he's blaming her for everything that's yeah. happening. <laughs> he's like, Ladies, he's like, yeah, he's up? like, um, I think it's, I, yes, I think uh, it would be good if you give me the, the, whatchamacallit, mm-hmm. the, what is that? The carton. Carton. Yeah. And he was like, I think it would be best if you give me the carton. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, and then she, you can see her start to get really uncomfortable mm-hmm. because something's just off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also during this moment, he accidentally pushes her cell phone in the water. Which at that point I was like, oh shit, that's. I like the way he did it though, because it does look like an accident. But yeah. Like the more mm-hmm. you find out about the mm-hmm. character, you know that that they're scary people. Yeah. So she gives him the eggs. He breaks the eggs. Comes back. Pressures her for more eggs. <laughs> and then she's like really weirded out. Mm-hmm. So at this point she's like, you need to go. And then the other guy comes, and now there's two of them in her like front room area. Michael Pitt and his giant lips. Yeah. <laughs> star of that movie and like they technically haven't done anything wrong but she just has a bad feeling in her gut and wants them to leave and they're not complying which is also a red flag that's a huge red flag Mm -hmm. i would be absolutely reacting the same way if i were her and they were both wearing their creepy white gloves yeah um and they uh they mention it later i think like the uh the water there is like good for 
Oh no, the the their their person, the their like neighbors mm-hmm. or whatever, the people like across the water, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, says that the the water is good for eczema, and he says that he wears them because of like eczema or yeah. something like that. Which is weird that they both have it. I don't know. Aesthetically, it's fucking weird. Yeah, it's 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 really <laughs> off putting and it's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I have eczema, and I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Especially, like, two people matching outfits showing up at my house wearing gloves. <laughs> wearing like, nah. Gloves. Nah, yeah. you're not coming in. No. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thanks. I'm fine. Um, also, I feel like, and maybe this is just me personally, but, like, I found people in different classes are much more difficult to talk to, mm-hmm. and, like, they wouldn't... Like what I'm trying to say is like they wouldn't call each other out on weird behavior because they'd be more afraid of like social repercussions. I sure, think. sure, sure. So like if that was my house to be like, what the fuck are you wearing those gloves for? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Them, they're like, oh, <laughs> they're just uh... they're br- they're like kind of not glossing over it, but they're like it's like they don't want to disrupt the like I said the the they don't want to be rude. Yeah, exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, and I think it's something like you know if you have money you're eccentric, if you're poor you're weird. Like... Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, the whole, I'm trying to think of, yeah, the whole exchange, the whole, but with the eggs and everything, you see those two sides come out where they're being very, um, they are using, like when Michael Pitt comes in, he is being very polite, Mm -hmm. but he kind of knows that she won't, she won't push hard until like it get, things get really weird. Mm -hmm. Is that... Uh, I'd say that's accurate. Yeah, and then the whole, the, uh, the golf club's conversation. Yeah. Um, where, and then she gets to a point where she's like, oh, just do, just do whatever. Just do what you, if you feel like, yeah, fine, go play the club. I don't care. Sorry, I'm not articulating the plot, (laughs) like, very well. Well, Not moving it along. So they become very entranced with the husband's golf clubs, and they want to go out and try them, uh, which is like... I guess, maybe, you know? But, like, for me, it was like, red flag, red flag, that's a weapon. Now he's got a weapon. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He does, and they use it as a weapon. Oh, before that scene, though, I want to jump to, uh, so, and this scene just sat in my gut so hard. It was when the husband comes in, and Anne, the wife, is like, tell them to leave, I want them to leave. Mm -hmm. And instead of just, like, you know, realizing how freaked out his wife is and being like, yeah, y'all need to get out of here. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, what's going on? Yeah. What did you boys do? You know, like kind of yeah. almost like belittling his wife in a no, way. No, he is. Yeah. Um, he, even if he does feel, I feel like in that case, like if I were him, even if my wife was, uh, you know, even if I was like, okay, honey, you're being weird, I would still ask, you know, strangers to leave my house yeah and then kind of uh figure out why later on it's like you know like take care of it ask questions later kind of thing but he like makes her feel like shit and like you know is like oh my wife's not feeling well and it's like you don't even know what why that she's triggered right now and it's yeah so unfair to that character it really is and then also in that point I felt like that was a really good metaphor for so many women who come forth 
uh, you know, to try to report sexual assault or something. Yeah. And then it's like, well, what's really going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, like can let's we just get believe the... women? Like, exactly. <laughs> let's get to the bottom of this. I'm sure it's a huge misunderstanding and you're on your period. Yeah, like... and for me, like, throughout the movie, I was like, you didn't side with your wife and now you're going to die. Yeah. There, there you go. You like... just got really vindictive. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> So you just enjoyed watching. I was him like, "You suffer. fucking listen to us, man." <laughs> yeah, it's two now, yuppies are gonna kill you. Now. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, yeah, and he did not. He did not handle that. Um, uh, I, I would hope, like, if I had a, a, a husband, that, that I would have to explain myself, especially in front of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that to me is like the biggest setup. I hate when people do that to me in real life where mm-hmm. I'm like I don't want to be in this situation they're like well I'm sure it's fine well tell it like I just put just having to explain yourself in front of people who make you uncomfortable is Ugh, so shitty and it's the worst yeah that part does make me cringe as well it's mm-hmm. not fun for her yeah so then also like these two are still pushing the boundaries of like what's normal and I think the husband and wife haven't reacted yet because they don't know if it's weird yet. They don't know if know? it's weird yet. Yeah, because they, have, they, you know, they're in their summer home and it's, it's they're already, like, so far outside of, um, like, trying to get away from people anyway. And, like, mm-hmm. to have this, to have these people come in, they don't know, have no way of gauging what's happening. Yeah, I have to say, it's a lot easier when you know someone's intentions. Mm-hmm. And these people don't have any intentions besides to fuck with them. Yeah. And it's like, you can't win in that. How do you strategize against that? <laughs> I don't know. I had a hard time figuring out, like, what... Like, it's one of those movies that really makes you think about what you would do in mm-hmm. that situation. But like you said, it is a class. It is an issue of class in a lot of ways because they are the rich white family. And again, no offense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, be that. But, like, it's... Um, it's There's a difference between how they are maybe taught to deal with those kinds of things or, like, what they you know, you probably have no experience with this at all. Yeah. So, um... And he does, the husband does try to show some dominance, uh, when, you know, when he asks Too little, to too leave. late. Yeah. He asked me, Tim Roth. Yeah, he slapped one of the characters and then got a golf club in the leg. Yep. <clears throat> um, Did we, the, when, and... I'm sorry again. You mentioned spoilers already. Mm-hmm. So say anything you want. While they're they kill that dog. Oh, uh, while they're I sorry. <laughs> I that almost very walked upsetting. away from the movie at that point. I was like, "Fuck this!" No, it's um. <laughs> I was a little drunk when I was watching it. I'd seen it before, but I watched it last night, and I was a little drunk. And that part, I was just like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> just like it's horrible. Yeah, they take the when they borrow the golf club for a second, like to to like just try it out they for sure go and just kill their family dog which is a i think it's like a golden retriever or something which is which is of course what what they would have but (laughs) it is the sweetest of dogs also like not only do they kill the dog they make Anne the mom play hot and cold to find that's when the game start that's the first game that's the and it's the most unfunny game yeah so that's the first game the hot and cold with the that did I ruin the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Okay. Oh yeah. But one thing, okay, I did enjoy about these two creepy little sociopaths is uh, them talking to the camera every now and then. I think, uh, yeah, that, the first time that they, what do they say, break the fourth wall Mm -hmm. is like mid-movie. Yeah. Like they don't do, they don't do that right away and I think they only do it a couple times. Yes. Um, and normally 
I'm, I don't know if I'm against that, but I feel like it, that's a tricky thing to do and have it not be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that they, it just made it a little bit creepier and having that Michael Pitt's character kind of look look at you and be like, hey, what, what do you say? Like, should we fuck with them some more? And like knowing that these characters like probably have no way out of this. Yeah. It's kind of like a moment like that where you're like, fuck, like, you know, who, like, I don't know how to explain it. I uh, Have you ever read Itali- Italiano Calvino books? I have not. He's an author. He's like, uh, He's an Italian, um, I forget the genre, but in his books, he'll have like chapters that are specifically talking to you as the reader. That's cool. I love that. Yeah, yeah so, that's like, really cool. I hated these characters, but it's like, it's kind of cool that they're talking to us. <laughs> well, that's what I mean when I say like it's stimulating. Like yeah. horror movies, spe- uh, specifically, suspense thrillers, specifically suspense thrillers are, <laughs> you know, they get you into and like even if they're not breaking the fourth wall you are just like so involved and it's mm-hmm. it's cool it's 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 uh it's uh takes a lot of skill to do that and have it not be tacky yeah you know what i mean or like cheap like it's i i think that they i think that that's why i like the movie so much they did it very well yeah and also this movie it was definitely a portrayal of dominance and submission mm-hmm. like i felt in my gut there was so many moments where I wanted this family to be like Aaron from your next mm-hmm. and just be like, we're going to kick ass. Right, right. Um, and they did they it. Don't they always at all. were submissive. They never looked for another weapon. I mean, the no, mom they, did with the knife later on, but yeah. it's like, damn. They really did not, they didn't have any uh, fight in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, going back to like the class thing, um, it just seems like it didn't even occur to them that they could do that almost yeah it did which is so weird yeah it felt like they were waiting for someone to come save them yeah you know and uh yeah i was really disappointed in them have you ever seen uh it'll take two seconds to have you ever seen the show scare tactics no okay so scare tactics was on the sci-fi channel and it was almost like this like whack attack show like prank show but they did all these like all the pranks were like just creep like creepy like they would take people hire them for like one-off like gigs jobs whatever and then like have like a zombie come out or like something which sound, uh, and it was like hosted by tracy morgan for a while and it was like my favorite thing um so a lot of they had like a lot of people who like just really didn't like like they just got really scared and like didn't even try and defend themselves which was so weird to wow. me and then there was this one guy that they had on and this like i think like axe killer or some threatening uh uh actor who's pretending to be like a killer came out and he like attacked him mm-hmm. and they everyone was like no 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 it's a, it's a it's a prank it's a joke and he was like oh, I'm, I'm sorry i'm from chicago yeah, and like yeah. and i was like yes thank you <laughs> like that's what you're supposed to do we'll fuck you up yeah like and it was and it was the first time i saw that on the show and i was like fucking finally like someone's like not accepting their, like, fate, like, you know, just, like, curling up in a ball and just being like, I guess this is it. Because mm-hmm. that's totally what they do in this movie. They, they kind really of just, do. like, are like, well, what are we going to do? They're two white guys. It's like, all right. Yeah. And I keep saying, yeah. like, white people. Like, I, I'm sound, I'm making myself sound racist, and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I keep bringing up that. They're very white. They're very okay. white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also, like, the dad, I understand he's got a broken leg, and that sucks, but, like, 
When his I felt his pain especially something? Oh yeah, Pollyanna's sitting here in a boot as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she knows pain. She knows yeah. broken legs. Yeah. Um, but you know, you'd think if like you're in that situation where my family's gonna be murdered, there'd be some endorphins coming yeah. in, and he's just done the whole movie. Yeah, he just gives up. Um, I agree. I he doesn't really. I'm trying to think of like if there's any time after he slaps Michael Pitt that he really kind of like even tries but a yeah. lot of the rest of the movie is him it's them crying I yeah. feel like uh, the rest of the movie is just them being like why are you doing this and I wrote down it's kind of excuse me kitty thank you um, <laughs> there, it was like kind of had that like whole because there is the whole invasion theme um, where there is a part in the movie where I, I don't know if it's Naomi Watts or Tim Roth I can't remember um, but the whole, like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And I think it's Brady Corbett that's just like, why not? Yeah. And it's, like, that whole theme of, like, um, oh, I wrote down, like, the movie The Strangers. They're like, oh, because you were home. It's yeah. like that whole, oh, that yeah. whole like, I don't know, because you're here kind of Because we're crazy. Because we're crazy and you're very <laughs> bored and you're just here. So we're going to, you know, fuck up your life. Yeah, their interaction, like the husband, I didn't even have any lines really very often. The husband? No, I'm trying to, that's what I'm saying, like I'm trying to think about, uh, I'm trying to think about what his part was for the rest of the movie, and it really was him being like, don't do that, like, (laughs) but don't, because that's not ideal, Uh, Yeah, and it doesn't really, um, not like I necessarily think that, you know, the, the man has to take care of everything, but like he really did not have any... Uh, fight, like she was a little bit more. She she made a little bit more of an effort, but still not very much, not very much yeah. more. And the kid had some. The kid had the most fight. He had some spunk. Some, yeah. He had some oomph. Uh, mm-hmm. he did have the most fight. Uh, so I, uh, there's one of the next parts is um, I forget how he gets away. The kid gets out of the room. Yeah. Um. That is a. Damn it, they start playing last night. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm just like I said. Well, they start playing the games, and then they start giving background on um, Michael Pitt starts giving background on Brady Corbett's uh, character, but it's like all of these like really conflicting, just like made up facts. Like, oh, he's a he's a drug addict. Or yeah, like we're dr- we are both drug addicts, yeah. and like <laughs> hello, we are both drug addicts. Yeah, like, no one talks like that. <laughs> I think he said something like. He's a heroin addict as well. Like it's very uh, uh, matter of fact, and um, and then he goes into Brady Corbett. He's like, oh, like he's got mommy issues, and like I, I can't remember. He just says all these really weird things that are obviously not true, which again like fucks with your head because it's like, why are you, why are you even making this stuff? Like you know, it's just like a, it's toying with them. Yeah, he's just it's playing with them. Toying with them. He's just playing they, with these people. That's what they want is an explanation, you know. Yeah. Um, and they get no, they get nothing. They get absolutely nothing. One of the lines that he said too really creeped me out is like, she said, please let us go or something like that. And he said, oh, oh, you said please. Mm-hmm. And you're asking, isn't it so nice when we're all polite? Yeah. And oh yeah. Like, when he's like, oh, you said please. Like yeah. that's, that's uh, weird. It's like, oh, and it's just like for me really like digging in on that idea of dominance and submission. Like that's yeah. what they wanted. They he's- wanted to completely rip this family's mental mm-hmm capacities apart 
Yeah, they definitely turn them into uh, into their playthings. Um, and then I know that they make they make her take off her clothes. Mm. They don't even they don't do anything sexual with her, but they're like um, not they're the opposite of body shaming her. They're like, look, I mean, it's like still it's it's obviously just as bad, but they're like. You know, they're like, oh, I bet you don't have a, an uh, ounce of fat or whatever on you. Let's see, like, show us. Yeah. And then the dad's just like, oh, don't, meh. And then the kid, I think, just runs away at some point. I, I just, I honestly can't remember the point. But he, like, goes. Yeah, there's some altercation where he gets away. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember now. He shit his pants. He pees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He pees. <laughs> and he asks the mom to change him, and then there's a little bit of a struggle, and he gets away. And she's like, you're um, too old. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because they put... Okay, so one of the games that they play is with the boy, and they put a sheet over his head, which sounds really fucked up, and it is... Um, cat in the bag. Cat in the bag. And then that's when he pees himself, and then some other, like, more... It's, it's very, like, heavily based on the dialogue. There's not, like, a lot of gore in this yeah. movie. One thing I particularly liked about the movie is during the scenes that would be the goriest, the camera goes in a different room. Yeah, you don't see anything. does other things. I think it's, I mean, I'm not going to say cool because I'm not, like, I do like horror movies, but I'm not like, oh, violence. Yeah. No, because I think leaving it to you and making you imagine what's going on is a lot scarier than showing me some, you know, stupid CGI or whatever. Yeah. Can I say what happens? I mean, I know, but like, is it time? (laughs) Or is it 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 an okay time to say? Yeah. So the kid does get shot first i was surprised by that yeah but it seemed pretty brutal it was very brutal but like you were saying the way that they shot it they you don't see it and i think it's it just happens with like an eeny meeny miny mo kind of thing and he's Mm -hmm. like last out and so they're just like eh, whatever like um and so there's two things that happen in that scene if i'm remembering correctly so they don't show it yeah it was almost frustrating there's like Oh, yeah. show us. And there's no like there are there is some music in the in the movie but it's like uh it's all I, th- I feel like all the music in the movie is like when they're playing music. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a really good tactic actually with like that makes it scarier and like almost more real. Mm-hmm. So the way that they, they 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 so they shoot him and then you don't see it but you see like blood kind of splattered and it's like this very weird uh human moment where it's like kind of quiet and you can assume like what is there like they it's not necessary to show it it's very gross and very uh upsetting and creepy um and then that is another scene where they break the fourth wall i think that's the second time where um i think is it naomi someone grabs the gun oh that's later on that is later okay okay but yeah that's a great scene too yeah. Um, what I love most about the scene where they reveal that the kid is dead is, um, you know, the mom, the two guys are gone because they made the deal like, maybe you'll be alive at 9 a.m. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's or one of the main things. We will be dead at 9 a.m. Right, right, right. Um, so they're coming back at 9 a.m. The mom's there alone. Dad's passed out on the floor. Kid is dead. Mm hmm. But they've got the TV on. Yeah, that's the... It's like NASCAR, really loud, obnoxious. And, like, she gets up... Oh, it's so gross. And, like, finagles away because she's tied up and uh, turns off the TV Mm -hmm. and is just having this moment of, fuck. Yeah. Like, and I... Mind days. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? Um, And 
that scene felt <laughs> she's like vacation oh yeah just, oh, something always goes wrong <laughs> <laughs> led up to it like you were talking to the main sociopath character as he's making a sandwich while this little kid is getting shot right okay yeah and then, I remember uh, that now. just the reveal and mom turning off nascar it felt real it's like, yeah no like i said it's gross this, uh, uh, especially like that like channel that no one i ever know well, i guess people watch nascar but it's like kind of that like background noise channel Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like there's a blood splatter on it and it's just this disgusting uh real quiet not actually quiet but like you know what i mean uh Mm -hmm. moment and it's 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 still and it's gross and it's sick and yucky so now the two killers are gone they're gonna come back at 9 a.m mom and dad are alone and here's another moment where I just hated the dad. <laughs> the mom's like, all right, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to get help. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, here's the phone. Maybe I can dry it. And, yeah. call- and dad's just like, I'll go hide in the cellar. Yeah, that's what he like, does. Fuck you, dude. She, I think that she keeps trying to make the phone work, and he's like, there's no point. And she's like, all right, I'll go do this then. And like, she goes, she gets dressed and... Uh, kind of goes and tries to take care of like find a way out and he does like absolutely just kind of sit there yeah and I guess in that way I get it like that is a very common reaction to being oppressed you know it's just like well that's just how things are how they'll always be so I'll just lay here and wait to die well after losing your kid yeah. that's true, I think yeah. that that's... But he was that way before yeah I guess he kind of was mm-hmm. um trying to place myself in a situation like this I want to say that I would like he, it's just I you, you never know mm-hmm. I probably would kind of react like the dude I uh, described on scare tactics but like mm-hmm. that's like hopefully hopefully I would react like that yeah um, that's true but you it's, never know there's really like no way to know how your body and your mind will kind of handle those kinds of things but I, you're right about his character he's kind of like um not very useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Oh, wait. So, yeah. So then the scene where the fourth wall is broken again. hmm Is that during the kid being killed? I know that someone... Is it, is it when they come back in the morning? That's what, I'm, that's what I was trying to remember, and mm-hmm. I apologize that I'm struggling. Yeah, let's just jump to it. It happened. It happened. Well, okay, <laughs> so it's... I think that it's... Uh, I for sure someone grabs the gun, and this is going to be so irritating for people who have seen it to like listen to, to listen to us struggling to remember it. Um, but there, uh, someone's about to get shot by one of the guys. But um, I got it. I think okay. So there's a part where they make Naomi Watts uh, choose. If, oh yeah. If they're gonna stab um, Tim Roth or shoot him, and I can't remember the game that they play. Oh, they yeah. make her say a prayer. Yeah. That's part of it. And then no one knew a prayer. <laughs> and no one knew a prayer, because, like, I wouldn't know a prayer. Oh, yeah. What's well, a prayer? Like, Hail Mary, full of grace. Uh, yeah. I would die right away, because I would No, know. I would get <laughs> murdered immediately, because I would be like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so they make her say a prayer, and then they make her choose if it's knife or gun. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's during that scene, and she grabs the gun and shoots Brady Corbett and kills him. And then um, Michael Pitt's like, God damn it. And then he's like, where's the remote? And he gets really angry, and he's like tearing mm-hmm. the uh, couch apart, and he finds the remote and rewinds the scene. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, and at that point, I was like wondering if these are supposed to be godlike figures. I don't, I don't know. And that, <laughs> and that felt especially dark because, like in like Greek and Roman mythology, mm-hmm. like the gods, like ninety percent of their hobbies were just coming to fuck with humans. So yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's like, oh god, is this like a modern adaptation of like the Greek gods? <laughs> um, I read a little. <laughs> that's an interesting yeah. way of looking at it. I read a little bit about why the director, because this is a shot-for-shot remake. His the only thing the director had to say was like, um, it's a commentary on America, uh, violence in America. Like that's literally all he had to say about it. And then some people say, like the characters are based off of uh, Leopold and Loeb. I'm not familiar. Uh, Leopold and Loeb, where oh, I was gonna look up the year on my phone, but um, Kristen took my phone. <laughs> <laughs> No reason. <laughs> no reason. Um, so Leopold and Loeb are, they were these rich, two white rich dudes in Chicago in the early 30s. But uh, they killed a boy. They kidnapped a young boy and uh, killed him. And they got caught because one of them left their prescription glasses at the scene. But they were essentially these two rich white dudes who, you know, they say that they were, had, had, like, a somewhat sexual relationship, like, kind of that, like, dominant, subordinate, Mm -hmm. like, kind of, like, dynamic of, Mm -hmm. like, one kind of runs the show and the other one's, like, you know, there's, like, it's not, like, a romantic love or anything, but it's, like, a, that infatuation or, like, that connection, that weird, like, like, scary, weird bond, Mm -hmm. that very unhealthy bond, and so they you know their reason was uh for killing this boy was that they were bored like they Mm. or they or they wanted to commit the perfect crime so so that's what people say about funny games but like you know there are a couple parallels but you know the the director's not american and um other than that uh uh guy guy dynamic there isn't very much uh Mm. outside of that anyways that's what people say yeah that scene though where the mom actually gets the gun Mm-hmm. I cheered. I was like, "Yes, finally, yeah, yes!" Yeah. And then, but bloop, then, bloop, bloop. Yeah. I was like, "No!" Yeah, they literally the character <laughs> rewinds the scene. Did I tell you the first time I saw this movie was at my friend's house on Easter? No, with her family. <laughs> And, like, none of us had seen it, and we were all, like, eating in front of the TV, and we were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and we, like, couldn't stop watching it. And we were like, Michael Pitt, what? Now they're rewind. Like, it was just, like, a roller coaster of um, emotions. That scene specifically, like, her whole family was like, nah! Like, mm-hmm. but, yeah, so then they rewind it, and then they win, and then they shoot the dad. Mm-hmm. And then the last part is... Yeah, they take... And the mom out on the boat, which uh, was surprising to me because it felt so, um, and it's revealed a little bit on why, but it felt very lackluster the way they killed her. I liked that, though. They just said, like, ciao, Bella, and, like, flipped her off the side of the boat. I like that. I was reading a couple things about it and, like, what people thought about that because I think that it's, like, a marker. I mean, obviously it is because it's the last character being killed. Right after they knock her off of the boat, she's uh, trying to un... (laughs) trying to cut the ropes off of her hands because there's just like a, a knife mm-hmm. uh, on the boat um, for yachting or whatever you said earlier. <laughs> um, and uh, and they're like, that's cute, and like kind of just take it off yeah. of her hand even though she's trying so hard mm-hmm. up into the last minute. And then, uh, and then just kind of like Kristen said, just like they're like, huh, and like knock her off 
Chow kisses her, says yeah. Chow Bella, knocks her off, and they're like, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. And it's like a, like, where should we kind of, where should we eat kind of moment? And it's, I think that that's so sick, and I love that. Mm-hmm. So it is very lackluster, like you said, and it's very, like, you know, there's, it's, but I, I think that that's what makes it even more fucked up, like, to imagine your life ending, like, yeah. like that, and then someone being like, I'm a little bit hungry. It doesn't matter. Let's get a snack. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it, so it just, I, I like that. Yeah. It was, I like it now that I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, like, drives home the fact that they do not give a fuck about these people. It's all mm-hmm. about their amusement. And now they're bored with her, so mm-hmm. kill her. And then the final scene, they pull up to another, like, uh, summer home. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, they're going to do the same thing again. Yeah, I love it in the beginning of the movie how they already, like, the the first, like, other family, like, other um, summer home neighbor people, I don't know how to describe them, mm-hmm. That's how they met uh, Michael Pitt and Brady Corbett, mm-hmm. uh, and they were obviously like being. They obviously murdered that other family. Yeah, <laughs> and they were acting. They were trying to like act cool and like not give like you know uh, let uh, Naomi Watts and Tim Roth know that they were being held there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. That, yeah. So that happens in the beginning where they they meet them and there's another family that's um, they're like acting really weird, mm-hmm. and it's because. Um, I'm, I'm not doing a good job of describing it, but uh, basically there's a family before Naomi Watts and Tim Roth, and then, yeah. and then they go straight to a different house directly afterwards. And you know, like this, I just want to jump back to it real quick because mm-hmm. it popped up in my mind, but that scene where um, Anne is down on the dock with, is it Peter or Paul? I don't remember. I get them confused. Yeah. And, um, you know, their friends are on the b- boat like, oh, God, you have to come to our house, too. It's so fun. Isn't it fun? Vacation, vacation talk, you know. <laughs> vacation yeah. talk. Yeah. And Anne is just like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Not saying, like, these people are oh, yeah. hurting us. Yeah. You know, so like, it flips, help me. Or it doesn't flip, but it happens, like, she, like, realizes maybe, like, then that, like, before, that's why that other family was acting so fucking weird. Because she gets, Naomi Watts is, when she's in that position, is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, well, for me, it was like, jump in the boat, just jump in the uh, boat yeah, no, and that, go away. Yeah, <laughs> that part is very frustrating, because I would be like, they're like, or I would like something. Yeah. I would do something. And, it, and that way, it kind of felt like a metaphor for domestic abuse, though. Mm-hmm. Like, something horrible is happening in your home, and you have all these friends where maybe you could tell them, but like, you don't. You don't tell reason. them, and you, and you almost don't know why you're not, yeah. you, you don't know why you can't. Uh, but you just feel like you can't, and you feel you feel like you're trapped, and you you just yeah. I I get what you're saying. Yeah, I it was... is frustrating to watch, but like if when you put it next to something like that, it is it is understandable because you know it's one of those how do you navigate that? Like how do you how do you find a way out of that when you have no like you have no fucking clue how to help yourself? Yeah. Uh, that scene was the scariest to me because it was like sure there was a way out, you know. And yeah, you she... I can't imagine what that didn't take it yeah man saturday (laughs) (laughs) some some light-hearted fun talk yeah uh Um, yeah yeah. so anything else about the movie i don't i think that that's all i had um (laughs) yeah this is all garbly gook (laughs) what i wrote down funny games because it's less humor more suspense yeah it's all like garbage Funny games, not really funny. Disconcerting huh. mimics realistic reactions to threatening situations rather than a victim sloppily running from a... Okay, so yeah, fine, Paula. Um, it's like not like a slasher type. It's not like watching someone run away and trip 
and uh, you know uh, uh, there's not like uh, one like female uh, vestal female character that like makes it through everyone gets murdered and it's it's um it's very egalitarian in that way yeah yeah so I think that that's I I just wrote down that that's like kind of because it is a part of the horror genre but it is you know it's its own thing and um yeah and then all the everything you said like the lighting and the the mise-en-scene and all that shit isn't really important but it is a very bright white movie like everything in that fucking movie like um up till the end like everything's everything's white and that's all that's a really good point wrote. too is like you don't see many scary movies happening during a beautiful summer day yeah you wouldn't know uh, because of the like if you were looking at like a storyboard of like the colors or whatever it would be it, I wouldn't guess that it was a suspense thriller yeah um, so this will probably come out like in a week and a half okay uh, what uh, what do you got going on what's going on um I got a broken foot <laughs> so um I mean, yeah, I'm still, for right now, uh, hosting uh, Wish You Were Beer open mic every Thursday. At Super fun room. S- at Spinner's Pub, spelled like Spiners, S-P-Y-ners. Uh, and that's every Thursday. And I just got done doing a bunch of shows, but I'm taking a break from uh, booking just because of the foot. But I will be around doing stuff uh, within a month after I peel. I'll be doing more comedy, but you can see me around and... I don't have Twitter <laughs> or anything. Come to her house. Come, come, come to her, come, her. come, come to my home. Borrow some eggs. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Just come right in my home. I can't get away. Well, we wish you, we wish you a speedy recovery. That Thank was Paul Ann. I'm Kristen Ryan, and this is Bloody Mary. Have a good night. Bye.